I'm now going to be speaking with Kevin Murphy, one of the lead managers of the SJP Schroeder Managed Funds, who began managing this portfolio in August 2010. Kevin, welcome to this series of recordings. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Chris. You manage the UK element of this managed fund in quite a different way to some of our other offerings. Perhaps you could reiterate your investment style to help us understand what you're looking for when you're investing. When most people are asked that question in investment, they will talk about the wonderful companies that they invest in. They will talk about the barriers to entry, the pricing power, the growth, the margins, you know, that kind of competitive angle. The problem is that there's only a finite number of companies that have those attributes. And supply and demand being what it is, when people are looking for that kind of company, it forces the price up. And there's an extraordinary amount of academic data that says from an elevated price level, the average company will disappoint. So instead of looking where everybody else is looking, we instead look totally the other way. We spend our time not looking at those companies with those wonderful attributes, but looking for companies with the polar opposite. We're looking for companies where people are not willing to look, or they don't look, or they can't look, for some behavioural reasons. But a large amount of data suggests that if you do so, you get the chance to buy some bargain shares. And the data showing that, on average, those companies tend to do very, very well indeed. Now, what causes that issue? What causes the people to be unwilling to look for those companies? It can be something as simple as some negative headlines, negative sentiment. It can be weak outlook for those businesses. But it's by looking at those businesses where there are issues, but the issues are temporary that allows you to generate some wonderful long-term returns for your clients. So we've clearly been through an interesting investment cycle over the past five years, and it's been one where your contrarian style Mm. has given you lots of opportunities. What would be a great example of the type of opportunity that you've managed to make use of over the past period? We tend not to focus on the economy as a whole. Everything we do is at a stock-specific, bottom-up basis. We look for companies that are, if you like, heads you win, tails you don't lose, where the shares are priced for the continuation of a terrible environment, and if anything changes to the upside, there's significant share price appreciation to be had. Over the course of the last five years, you've had, as you say, two wonderful examples of that kind of event. So in 2009, everyone assumed that the UK economy was going to be in the doldrums forever. And then in 2011, you had a financial crisis on the back of what would happen to the euro and the outlook for Greece and Ireland in particular. In both of those environments, you were able to pick up some extremely cheap companies and in pretty short order make some very significant share price appreciation. So an example would be, we've got Taylor Wimpy in your portfolio and we've done very well out of that by buying it on the assumption that UK house prices continue to fall and that the balance sheet in that environment was okay. And indeed, that has turned out to be the case. The house prices did fall briefly. The balance sheet was robust in that environment. And from that environment, people have now become excited about the prospects for UK house builders because just as 2006 showed, we're not inventing any more land in the UK. Houses are a finite resource. And whilst perceptions of those businesses changed overnight during the period 2006 to 2007, the reality is those businesses remained the same businesses. And you could pick them up for prices that were 90% lower than they had been just a couple of years before. And from the lows, Taylor Wimpy is up very significantly indeed, coming from around 10p to a share price uh, at its peak of about £1.20. So that's the kind of share price gains you can generate if you're willing to take the contrarian view and take a five-year time horizon. Clearly, markets have risen very substantially during the period of your management and and the previous incumbent traders. Mm. And in capital terms, the FTSE 100 index stands near an all-time high. Yes. Does that mean it's much harder for you to find these opportunities in this environment? 
So that's interesting. So the I think you have to disaggregate two separate impacts, and that is the index level from its valuation. So the index level today is near its all-time high. So the all-time high was set in 2000. You then approached that in 2007, and then we're here again seven years later, 2014. Whilst the index level itself is similar, the valuation is night and day different. So from the year 2000, with the valuation traded at 27 times our preferred valuation metric, the cyclically adjusted PE, the outlook was almost definite that you were likely to lose money over the forthcoming seven or ten years. Wind forward seven years to 2007, the valuation level has fallen because of the profit growth over that time, but the valuation is still reasonably elevated at 20 times. Today, that's at 14 times, and so the outlook for the market as a whole is more reasonable. History suggests you'll make about a 5% return per annum real over the coming 10 years or so, which, whilst nothing is not particularly exciting, is probably better than some other asset classes that are trading at some pretty elevated levels, and indeed better than other equity markets on a global basis. And of course, better than cash, which is uh, absolutely, uh, you're, you're right. absolutely nothing. In this absolutely right. Absolutely. Now, within the UK market, however, there are some areas of extreme opportunity, and I'd place maybe the banks and the food retailers in that example. And then other examples, other areas of the market that today are not cheap at all. Anything that looks like a bond or a bond proxy due to quantitative easing has forced those share prices up to some very elevated levels indeed. And from today's price, you're unlikely to make a reasonable return, despite the fact, on average, very good businesses. But they're just too expensive today. Perhaps we could talk a bit about the food retailers, because mm. it's something that resonates with a lot of our listeners. They would have read about the turmoil at, at Tesco and some of the other retailers. Mm. What's your perspective on it? I was reading a really interesting article today, and it was talking about the rise of the discounters and how they were likely to double their market share to about 17% over the coming four years. They were talking about Aldi and Lidl and Netto. And the, the key takeaway was that this article was written in 1991. So the changes that are ongoing in the UK market today are not new. These things have gone on before and they will go on again. At the peak of the recession or the downturn, it's very difficult to disaggregate cyclical from structural impacts. And indeed, the outlook for Lidl and Aldi is significantly, they're growing very fast. And as such, people think that they are, it's a one-way ticket and they will continue to take market share forever. And they might, but they need to because Tesco today is priced for a pretty onerous environment. So the, the average profit margin for Tesco, for example, has been 6% over the last decade or so. To, you can justify today's share price with a margin of 3% in the UK, 3% in Europe, and that would still generate you a free cash flow yield of about 8% per annum, which, as you say, compared to cash, is a very significant bargain. So you have to believe that the outlook is very negative indeed for these businesses, for them not to be buys, particularly because their balance sheets are pretty safe. Kevin, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for today. Thank you so much for your input, and look forward to seeing you again soon. Okay, thanks, Chris. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.